welcome to the Doubt Every Thought podcast, showing you the simple way of returning to God through forgiveness, knowing thyself, and doubting every thought. If you've been looking for peace in life and want to be a part of the revival, you've come to the right spot. So sit back, relax, and return to God. So hello everyone, welcome to the Doubt Every Thought podcast. My name's Jacob, thanks for joining us. It is late December, so happy that you're here. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. This is episode 52 of the Data We Thought podcast. We have Wesley. He joins us today. It's a fellow son of God, and he's been able to make it again. We talked about a lot of different topics as usual. We covered what peace really feels like, how idolatry is way more common than we realize, the lustful perversion of relationships, and how men have misled women in this world, and the unrighteous suffering, and how when you give up everything, then God gives you everything you need. And the whole goal here is just to give you an example of what a true son of God actually looks like and sounds like, really just to show you that once you wake up, you don't become this holy mess, but you become holy and awesome. And so if you're wanting peace in life, you like the sound of our voices or about finding the kingdom of God, the true meaning of life, you really come to the right spot. So sit back, relax, and as I always say, return to God. everyone welcome to another episode of the doubt every thought podcast we have a repeat guest his name is wesley wesley how are you i'm doing well jacob how are you doing all is well i'm doing very well no man is good so i didn't say i'm good (laughs) as as jlp would say and as always um we were going to chat for a little bit before but i decided just to start recording because you make a great point about um jlp jesse lee peterson talks about this idea of how so many people think they're um, at peace and holy. And then he asks them a basic question like, okay, just spend six months and don't watch any pornography, don't do any drugs, don't drink coffee, and come back to me after six months and let me know if you have peace. And every single person I've heard who kind of answers that on his uh, on his show always panics. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's one of those things too, I reflected on it and... You just don't really realize, um, you may try to convince yourself that you have peace in life, but uh, true peace is not like that. And you were kind of saying that you've been going through that too, right, Wesley? Yeah, I have. I Sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I think that it's like, if you find, I, I guess that's the word, like, what, what does peace mean? And it's, to me, it's like, peace is, is you're not dependent on anything. And like, a lot of times, you know, it's like, oh, if I, if I could get a bite to eat right now or like oh man if i could just get to sleep and like right even even like these basic things that you think like i don't know just pieces is not having any anxiety ever which is like something that yeah especially like when we growing up with like social media and all this stuff where like you constantly having have some type of you, you have some feeling that somebody's watching you or somebody's you know like uh, you're gonna yep. you're gonna get in trouble maybe or something. <laughs> I know what you mean. There's an interesting thing you hit on there is you know uh, we tend to see in that fallen state that peace is in the future once we mm. get that high paying job and get the girl or get the guy or it's this thing that's out there in the future and that's why I'm not feeling peaceful right now. That's why I have anxiety right now mm. and 
we tend to also think it's those big things, but not even realizing it's the tiny things. You're like, oh, if I just had a little more coffee, then I'd be better right mm. now. If I uh, got an extra hour of sleep, I would be a little better right now. It's always pulling you away from that present moment. Mm. You know, and I've I've noticed that in my life that now that, you know, when to go forgive, you know, doubt every thought, silent prayer morning and night, there's moments where I'm at home, there's nobody around and I'm literally looking at the TV, but I just turn it off and I stare at a wall and I feel at peace. And it feels really funny when I say that because that's something that is so rare in society. Have you kind of noticed that too with you where oh, yeah. you go through those moments where maybe you feel that anxiety, but then um, you kind of sit in it and then you get to the other side? Yes. Oh my, yes. It's always also, it's, it feels, it it feels uncomfortable, like right when I know things are uncomfortable, I say, I have to do it. Like, I can't, I know that it's going to make me stronger. So I, like I did like, yeah. a, you know, I did a fast once and like, it's like there's moments in the day when you're like dying, like literally like you, and you just, all these, <laughs> all these feelings, like just like any, and, you, and then, but then you'll, then for me, I find that somebody will come up and start talking to me and I'll, feel, I, it'll be like a convert. It'll be like, how how god feels like it'll just be like a conversation like that i and i'll just feel so a part of the universe i'll feel so a part of creation and it's like so i know that like nothing comes if something comes easy i always doubt it kind of like a doubt every thought it's like if, if i feel something coming easy to me I, unless i feel like it's from god i'll always like like what's like i'm hungry and, and, yeah a little suspicious know. right yeah, suspicious. yeah like um yeah and the interesting thing too is when you go and forgive, you are perfect in that moment moving forward for the rest of your life. But you do go through this, I wouldn't say growing pains, but you kind of shed the um, the unrighteousness of the past. Mm. And like you were kind of saying with the fasting, there is a piece of you that you think is you that is going to die. But in reality, it's just your ego that had convinced you that mm. it was you who's dying when in reality it's just the sin within you, mm. right? The the unrighteous previous beliefs that you just let slip in. Mm. And I totally know what you're talking about because like I feel perfect in this moment. I feel at peace. But there's times where I'm like, oh, the thoughts got me right there. Mm. Whoops. And I can't do anything about it. I can't stop what I'm feeling in my gut. Mm. If I just sit there and feel it in my gut, I admit that I'm retarded. Mm. And then <laughs> and then for some reason, this like calm calmness washes over me, like you said. Mm. And you're in the moment then and you literally hear everything, you see everything, whether you're in conversation with other people, um, whether I'm talking to you or just sitting there quietly, you're literally there versus in your imagination. Mm. It's it's a very nice thing. And for anybody who's listening and doesn't really believe this is possible, I mean, what do you have to lose? Yeah. I mean, you can <laughs> you have hell. <laughs> you can get rid of hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's so... I, that's one thing I wanted to ask you, Wesley, was uh, looking back now, it's my mind's been blown every time that I reflect on how simple it was to return to God, mm. right? You you go over to your parents' house. Satan tells you they're going to kill you. You say, go away, Satan. Mm. <laughs> mm. You forgive your parents for making you resent them. Basically, you stop judging them and mm -hmm. you tell them I was judging you for they know not what they do, mm. as uh, Jesus said sometime. Mm. And then you just 
all of a sudden God forgives you because you realize you're wrong and then you sit there quietly and watch your thoughts and get away from them. It's so mm. simple. I was kind of, you know, in your experience in life, when you thought about God, I was kind of wondering how you saw that where, you know, in a fallen state, God seems like this tyrannical, crazy person or it seems like this ethereal thing. But mm. now it just seems like, oh, God's right here. He's my dad. He's mm. chilling right behind me. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's something that like, I think the one thing I've noticed is that I can't control like what my life is going to be like, like the words that come out, these right. things that I do are no longer like, I don't like, for example, this, this talk that we're having, it's like, I no longer can say, Oh, it's going to be, it's going to go this way. It's going to be an hour. We're going to have a good talk. We're going to talk about like, I just right. kind of, because it's not, it's not that important to like, it's not important to for that those things happen because it's like I, I, you know what it's like who am I trying to impress yeah. with this talk you know what I mean like because at the yeah, end of the exactly. day exactly at the end of the day whoever <laughs> like if if anybody really connects with what we're saying it's not going to be because I'm speaking I'm t I'm talking to them like a a teacher that I, I you know that they've had you know like it's like just be just be yeah. you and yeah like, like what you're talking about makes a lot of sense where. Um, I think JLP said this before where he's always pointing you back to within. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's our savior and mm. he will lead us to God. It's more, he's just like, no, no, God's right inside you. Stop being stupid. Mm. He's within you. Mm. And once you get that, it's really amazing when you're on the other side, you know, yeah. because um, it's, it's hard to explain to some people if you haven't gone through this and you may be hearing some fighter jets they're agreeing with me about uh, doubting your thoughts <laughs> but but your point about not trying to impress people anymore it's such a true statement because I used to be in that state and I can sometimes feel that when I do the podcast like I'm sitting here quietly like oh this has to be a good one otherwise uh, what you know it's your imagination trying to pull you away from the present moment and actually talk with a fellow son of God so it's the, the thing I wanted to close on with the JLP thing is that, um, you know, we're just examples for people. We're not here to say, like, if I say the wrong things and people don't follow God because I said the wrong thing, uh, they, they weren't going to follow God in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. we're here as examples. You know, if this makes sense to you, it resonates with you, like, know for yourself. We, we really want you, as you wake up and go on your own journey, to really know for yourself. Don't just believe it because your pastor told you mm. or the really cute girl told you or the hot guy, you know, whoever it may be, mom or dad or I don't know, just all the examples. Like you have to know it for yourself. And initially it's hard, mm. you know, because you're like, man, I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you go from that like nothingness to something. Well, I think that's interesting because it's like it if you if something else is like my God in that if I'm not putting it in actual God, it's like whether it's your parents or like your friend or a girl or whatever, it's like something else is controlling you to the fact that you're, that you can't even relax. Like something is, it, maybe it's your career, money. Right. And, and I right. think that like when you follow God, you, you can be satisfied sleeping on a beach for the rest of your, like you have to pretty much lower yourself. And I think that that's, where our model is in Jesus is be obedient to death. 
like literally say if i somebody right. kills me right now like that's okay you know what i mean like you have to be comfortable with your worst quote unquote fear like and and if you're not then something is controlling you even if it's like something little like you're you want to have an apartment or like you want to have some type of safety in life like if if that if that is more important than god you're going to be controlled i totally agree with you on that it's it's basically a form of kind of like idolatry right mm. and you don't realize how idolatry can apply to so many things in life many times idolatry people say like oh you're worshiping the wrong god right like oh, i'm worshiping this green one over here you're worshiping the blue one that's idolatry go kill yourself <laughs> you know a lot of people see it that way but the more i do the silent prayer uh the more i know myself you begin to realize how you just worship so many things mm. over the kingdom of god mm. and it's it's revelatory about how many things can it be mm. and i think let's just take a short break let's talk about yeah. that more about the things we used to worship in the past i think that's going to be a fun oh. topic so <laughs> so we'll be right back everybody on the data we thought podcast Part number two, we're hanging with Wesley, having a great conversation about God, Jesus, how to be a son of God. Go forgive your parents, guys. And in the previous segment, we were just talking about the things we used to worship in the past. And my list is extremely long, and I can notice that from time to time, Wesley, I actually still have things on that list that sometimes appear. Mm. But before I spill my beans, <laughs> I was kind of wondering from your side, you know, when you were in that fallen state, what type of things were there you don't need to get too gross if it's gross but <laughs> what type of what type of things were you worshiping well uh, in the past before you were born again i do want to start off by saying that the first time i got high i i feel i feel as a son of god i feel a hundred percent better than i had ever felt um on marijuana but i found that the, which maybe is why a lot of people smoke weed is because it makes you kind of detach from and maybe feel like a son of God. But the funny thing is you're, you're then becoming attached to the drug. So you're not, you know what I mean? So it's like, yep. Um, yep. But so I, that was one of the things it was drugs in general. It was, how could I get higher? Like it was weed. Okay. Maybe I take Adderall. Maybe I take mushrooms. It was like, and even talking True about for it. me too. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, even talking about it, I, I get, I heat, I feel the attachment come. And so I just want to turn that over, you know? Um, but, um, yeah, you know, because these drugs, 
make it seem like you're be you're gaining a third eye, but you're becoming addicted to the drug. So it's like you're not. <laughs> you know, I I totally know what you mean, Wesley. Like uh, Carl Jung had a great quote. He said, um, "Beware of unearned wisdom," mm. and that was a big thing with psychedelics for me. Is that uh, yeah, you do get these glimpses, but at the same time, you're now you're seeking an external thing to put inside of you mm. to find what what are you trying to find? You know, you don't really want to have, you don't really want to answer that question many times because mm. you begin to realize, oh, I'm just seeking peace in my life. But, you know, you just want to be like, oh, I just want to understand the world and be important. You know, I want to be, I want to be God or I want to be mm. a son of God. It's all this me, me, me. Mm. And that was totally true how it progressed, you know, from psychedelics, even to, even to ayahuasca, mm. you know, doing that in Peru. Don't get me wrong. I mean, everyone has their own journey. But for me, I just began to find that, um, I don't know, that, that used to be one for me. So drugs is a huge one for people. And again, Wesley, we're not just talking about psychedelics. I mean, think about uh, how many people are addicted to the the god of caffeine. You know, it's... Hmm. And that's and that's, <laughs> see, that's, the, that's the yeah. thin line is because even when you just said journey, I got this like feeling because when as as like especially as like a a young adult everyone's like what's your journey what's your story right what's what is your life gonna look like right that's and that's (laughs) that people become addicted to that they become addicted to their story what they're writing and making sure and then that becomes like a sense of control and so you you start you start to say well this is how i want people to see me and so it's like perception yeah perception the addiction of perception and that's like you know like um you're still being controlled by something and you know, you're still being controlled by what other people think or what you're really not free. And, and so that's why I found like forgiving my parents was big because it's like, I think a lot of it is people are controlled. The perception is people are controlled by maybe what their dad or mom think because they didn't feel like they had a close relationship when they were younger or they didn't, they're trying to rekindle like the feeling of being a baby you know, and they felt so yeah, they safe weren't and worth, they weren't worthy of it. Yeah, they yeah. weren't worthy of that. Or love, even in a good right? way, even in yeah. a good way, where maybe they maybe they had the best childhood, and now they feel alone, and they feel like mm. they they want to go back and like I don't know I I'm just making stuff up, but like it's 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 real stuff what yeah. you're talking about. It's real stuff because I've um I even think JLP talked about that a while ago. I forgot what we were saying, but. The whole idea of how, um, you know, we talked about drugs being one of the things that people worship over the kingdom of God. Um, the next thing that you kind of hit on is that it doesn't have to actually be a physical thing. You know, many times we're worshiping our character mm. or our perception of our character. Mm. Like we're afraid of having our uh, character be tarnished in society. Mm. So we're unwilling to speak honestly. Mm. You know, that's that's a huge one for me recently. You know, I was unwilling to speak up because what will people think about me? You know, that was a huge one. And the thing is you don't have to like solve these issues, right? Cause if, if you see these issues and you try to solve them, you're acting like you're God, like you mm. know how the solution is. Mm. The real answer is you sit there and you watch how pitiful you are. <laughs> <laughs> Again, and you do it with the silent prayer guys. You sit there quietly, feel your fingers, close your eyes, mm. look at the back of the eyelids. Mm. You know, it's, and you feel whatever you feel and hear whatever you hear and watch and observe. 
and it gets absolved on its own. Mm. But it blows my mind how there's nothing you can do once you see that you're worshiping something. Mm. You know, it's it's just you have to see it. So it used to be um, drugs. It used to then be caffeine. Um, then it used to be my how people perceived me mm. uh, or my self-worth. And a huge one, I would say, for a society is they worship the woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, have you ever noticed that in people oh, around yeah. you that women are their gods? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's huge. It's, it's actually a, what I've noticed is it's sick because it's like when you worship the woman, you're you're really like, especially like biblically, the woman came from a man. So in a way, it's almost like you're worshiping your heart or like you're worshiping your but i mean or you're worshiping your hand your because toe. yeah because a woman came from a man so you you're, you're missing out on so much of life and you're you're it's like you're missing out on what actually was supposed to be all the all the things that are actually supposed to be for you you know totally and, you know yeah i know exactly what you mean keep going no man. no keep no going somewhere and i was well, i was gonna say like <laughs> I've noticed because I work with a lot of women women at work and most of them are older than me and I've noticed that like since I've forgiven my mom and my dad and I've returned to my my father my earthly father and my heavenly father I I really appreciate women for their role I don't I, I appreciate that they are helpers to men yeah they are you know what I mean and they are they helped me come into this world, you know, but you don't, but you don't worship them. You know what I mean? You, you worship the one who created them to help you come into this world, you know, which is God. But it's like, and so it, yeah. I just see everything as like, we're all like one army. We're an army of God, even if, and that's what I love about Jesse is even, you know, cause I grew up with judging, like, is this person a Christian? Well, is this person a Christian? I can't talk to them. They're a sinner. They're a sinner. I'm not, I can't talk. You know, I had, that's how I had kind of understood right. Christianity, right. you know? And right. And so it's like with women, I, I just I just see everybody, uh, Christian or not, as made in God's image. And and so it's like, yeah, so the women at work, like I I actually see my father in the women at work. I see I see like how they actually like carried my father's seed. You know what I mean? Like so I see them as like I do. I see it's a beautiful thing. I'm like, wow, these women are awesome. Like they they their whole life, like they're one of their purpose you know, one of the things, reasons they're made is to carry man's seed and then deliver, you know what I mean? It's like a beautiful, when you really look at the actual organic purpose, it's like, man, they're like women are, that's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? And men like that we're, we're made in God's image. Like we're beautiful. You know, it's, it's, it's just cool. Like life is cool. (laughs) Exactly. Like, uh, you stop being such a pervert. Yeah. You you don't treat them as sexual objects anymore. No, (laughs) <laughs> no not at it's all it's really i think that's a great insight let's talk about this more because okay. we hit the 10 minute mark yes. i like to split it up but let's talk more about like women relationships lust yes you know, all that jazz yes so, wonderful talk of topic wesley we'll be right back guys we're gonna take a short break again on the dad every thought podcast
Alrighty, alrighty. Hello, everybody. I think part three, right, Wesley? This is it part three? Yeah, part yeah. three. We're, We're already crushing this. it so far. <laughs> it's like Harry Potter. So, I know. If you're like a son of God, you really become uh, holy. Time doesn't exist. <laughs> it just flashes. Goes right on by, guys. That's another uh, great incentive to be born again. You don't have to. You don't get bored. No. You, know? <laughs> you continually know thyself. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was cutting you off, Wesley, because I always try to break things up. But we were just being butter on a roll, mm. just crushing it about this conversation. Yeah, white people <laughs> jokes, I know. But we were, we were, uh, we were just uh, talking about how. You know, there seems to be this lustful perversion and inversion mm. of what a relationship is to a man and man and woman. And um, it's one of those things that, you know, for most of my life, it's been inverted because got caught early, teenage years, you know, discovered pornography off to the races as most teens are these days. And now that I'm born again, it's amazing how all those things fell away mm. and like you were saying before, Wesley, it's like you now see women in a very different light. Yeah. You don't see them as this, like, I'm going to have sex with you every night, you know, or I'm going to do all these weird, freaky things to you. Mm. It's like, for me, and I want to hear what you think. For me, I see them as now being all my daughters, you know, fellow mm. daughters of God. They're not that they're beneath me, but it's more, they're just, that's who they are. Mm. So it's no longer like, this is my body and I want that body mm. and I want to be all those dirty things that you used to like allow your mind to go to. Mm. And it's a natural disposition that I have. And it seems like you kind of discovered that too. After being born again, you have this new perception of how you look at women. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that came with the forgiveness of my mom and my, uh, and my dad, because um, when your mom, t when my mom turned me away from my dad, I, I uh, didn't really know how to see women's roles because they were they were kind of they were my god, and so it was almost like the reason that I was trying to you know be a slut maker was I was slut maker yeah you know I was <laughs> yeah I was like trying to uh, almost conquer. I was, I was trying, I, conquer, I, it was almost like yeah, I knew that, conquer your God. yeah, and I knew that, yep. I knew that I was missing something. That was the thing is I knew that there was something more and I, you know, it's fun. I, I did a lot of things and now that I look back before forgiving, I did a lot of things that were around women, older women. I, and I did all these, it was like, I only hung around women. I didn't feel comfortable with men because I didn't see myself as a man. I, I uh, and, very true. And a lot of the women that liked me were like bisexual or lesbian because really I acted like a lesbian, you know, lesbian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I was, I was, I was a female. I had a female, I had a female spirit that was that, that had made a home, you know? And so, ah, very interesting. Yeah. Right. And so it was like, that makes, that makes a <laughs> lot of sense because you're, you're resonating your, your spirit resonated with that. So that's what you yeah. stuck around. That's true for me too. Yeah. Wasn't exactly. really close to guys. Whenever I hung around guys, I was always like, oh, I'm not one of them. You know, they're <laughs> brutish. I'm more understanding. In reality, I was just that creepy friend zone guy, you know. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and, and you know what's funny is I was always looking for a woman to, like, give me that 
feeling of like peace and it was like maybe the maybe the next sex yeah. maybe yeah. the next woman maybe then it was always like the kind of what we we're talking about the, waiting for the future it was always but it was never in the moment and when i did drugs it was the same thing it was always about like maybe this hit will get me closer to a woman like it the, the reason i did drugs were because of because of that mother right. is right is god it, you know, everything comes down to that i i you know I'm, I'm starting to see so i'm starting to notice that too in society where our society has become so perverted oh. that that when you see clearly like when you stop watching pornography when you stop having sex out of wedlock stop being a slut maker you know you when you start to see things clearly you really see things in a fatherly role mm. where you just see abuse everywhere mm. yes <laughs> and i mean yes I, everyone is cult like the guys are abusing the girl the girls are abusing the guys it's, it is sexual abuse like it's amazing how how deep in hell you can be and mm. not realize that you're in hell you're just going from one person to the next mm. you're just losing pieces of your soul left and right mm. <laughs> for real and it's a real it's a real thing like when you see how many people are watching pornography how many relationships are destroyed due to cheating or sex out of wedlock you know it's Mm. It's so obvious that we do it to ourselves. Mm. You know, all all the problems is that men are failing women. Yeah. That's my yeah. perspective. Yeah. It you know, a lot of guys will say, "Oh, women are the ones who can divorce you and take half your stuff and women are this, women are that." And I look at them, I'm saying, "Well, you should be right and do right." Yeah. And then God will give you a woman at the right time yeah. when you're worthy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Yeah. And who knows if you're supposed to have one, but, you know, sex is meant for making more people. Yes. It's not meant for pleasure. Yes, exactly. You know, I think I think Satan's really kind of inverted that. Satan's convinced us like, oh, you, you know, tomorrow's not promised that so you should have sex now. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants you to disappear into the flesh mm. and be lustful and all that jazz. But yeah. it's a bit of a diatribe. No, my that's, bad guys. But that's I find it interesting. Yes. Oh yeah. And that's, it's crazy. That's a, that's, that is. <laughs> and it's a, it's, it's one of those things that it's, it's difficult. You have, you have to want it. And I think that that's what, that's where the difference, that's where I'm finding is like to be a son of God, you have to want it, you know, and, and you are it, but you have to want it. Right. You have to want to seek God's kingdom first, you know, and yeah, you have to really want it and you have to see. And that's why I think like, kind of what we were talking about before with the fasting and, and stuff like there's uncomfortable moments. You have to want to get past the uncomfortable. And and when you get past it, it's going to be amazing. Like you're going to find that literally everything is yours. God gives you control of everything, every animal, every, you know, but you have, but you have to maintain it just like you have to take a shower, like, you know, to right. clean your body. Like you have to maintain your life and tend to, or else. I know, I know, yeah. I know what you're saying, Wesley, because, you know, there's that saying, I don't know where it is in the Bible, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and all else will be given to you or something. You know, don't, yeah. it says, it says, you know, don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, like what you're going to do or where you're going to stay. You know, just think on these things only, which is the kingdom of God. You know, that's it. Mm. And I, I think JLP had a great point And he said that if you're unwilling to speak up about something, when the moment comes, when you feel that hesitation, it, 
it means that that thing is more important mm. to you than the kingdom of God, mm. you know, and that was wow. totally true for me. I remember when I, when like I lost my first job, yeah, it's pretty crazy. JLP, <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson, go find him. He's treasure trove. <laughs> it's like, I think he's like 80, 80 something years old. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's like, you know, there's times where I think I lost my job. And in that moment I went through this pain. <laughs> I call it the white pain where you're just like, man, I feel so, unproductive <laughs> and i was just like i was so defined it you, like you said earlier people being defined by their jobs but i was mm. defined by being a member of society that had mm. me doing things and i mm. felt i felt guilt i felt anxiety i needed a job mm. and it wasn't for the money but it just blew my mind how whoa the anxiety wasn't about the money it was about like i'm no longer a worthy member of society wow. and of course that's just believing the thoughts that were telling me that. And it revealed to me, I'm like, wow, like my reputation is more important to me than the kingdom of God. You know, and it's it's those things that when you're born again, you continue to have these revelations when things happen to you. Uh, and it's wow. amazing. Like you're saying, Wesley, you're just like, oh, geez, I didn't realize I was worshiping that. Whoops. Wow. <laughs> you, know? and you kind of take a step back and it it keeps on happening every day to the point where I'm just like, Dude, I don't know what's happening, but I'm sure there's going to be other things I worship, and my bad. Yeah, <laughs> and you're—it's been amazing. That's yeah. that's been my experience. And like, you brought something up when you said the the job thing, because I noticed that, like, especially my, I didn't grow up close to my dad physically because because of custody and stuff. Right. And right. I found that my dad, my dad, because you said the identity in your job, my the identity that my dad had for me controlled me because it was like. My dad, oh, interesting. my dad loved movies. It was almost like I wanted to be, my identity was the way that my dad saw me. So I really wasn't free. Like, and that's, uh. yeah, like even what I'm finding is that you have to, you have to pretty much even like Jesus says, follow me over your mom, your dad. You have to be willing to give up your, your, the way that your parents see you, which is hard for a lot of people yeah. because they, they don't feel safe without, without their parents like and yep. you know what I, mean? I mean how many yeah. people listening how many people listening right now would be like imagine uh god taps you on the shoulder and he tells you that hey um you're actually going to be the exact opposite of what your parents wanted you to be yeah you know and the probably gut reaction is you're just like oh that sounds great and then the next day you're like uh-oh yeah <laughs> yeah i i know what you mean like i remember going against the grain with my family becoming um I'm kind of this militant Christian now. <laughs> no sex out of wedlock. Abortion is murder. Yes. Oh, you know, and to me, it's funny. But initially, I was like, man, I'm going against like how I was raised to be very blasé. You know, like, mm. oh, it's not murder. It's it's a woman's choice to <laughs> terminate. That's why I should have sex out of wedlock. Mm. You know, so it just um, it led down this path of just like unrighteousness <laughs> you know and, and now being born again i'm just like geez like i'm I'm kind of a psycho now compared to who i was yeah. but i'm so peaceful and calm mm. and i'm only a psycho in the eyes of the children of satan mm. you know because because to me a fellow sons of god they're just like oh awesome another one yeah. but the children of satan are just like get away from me ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, that's funny. We're, let's take another short break, Wesley. We'll, we'll be right back, guys. Die with that podcast. everyone we are back we just we we're just having a great conversation and god started speaking through me and i'm like whoops i should have recorded this <laughs> we were just talking about um again on relationships and women and my kind of perspective is that it's the man's fault you know because uh women there there's a hard difference between sexual attention and romantic attention because it looks like the same thing right and satan can quote scripture right he can make it look like the same thing and the number of times that guys will be intimate with a girl and then ghost them sleep with them and then abandon them it's happened so many times to them that their natural reaction is then to adopt the behavior and characteristics of the man but little do they know that they're just adopting satan's characteristics of a man so they become hard-headed they become aggressive they don't have uh, honor or integrity. They mislead and lie about all their misgivings in life. And then they judge others and they judge themselves as being good or bad, right or wrong. So up to that point, it makes so much sense why women really don't like guys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and why guys are having trouble finding a, quote, good girl. Because guys have messed them up. And that's what's great about being a son of God is that now we have the opportunity to actually be right and do right. And so mm. don't sleep with them before marriage. Actually speak honestly with mm. them. Don't abuse them and yell at them. Like you you have to guide them by example. What do you think about that, Wesley? <laughs> I I think you're right on, man. Like I I find that the reason that men do that is because they they don't have they don't they're not seeking God and Jesus. Because if you were because they and they want to control they want to play God. And so they treat women in that way because that right. makes them feel like they have some control over life. And the truth of it is, and this kind of goes back to what yeah. we were saying earlier, is that if you really want to live in God's kingdom, you have to be willing to like doubt every thought. You have to be willing to give up everything and literally live in a place of uncomfortableness because once you get past that, then things are going to make sense. But like, like women yeah. literally like they we're putting if we we're putting them at such a disadvantage when we treat them in the, in that way and we're also causing the mess up of the world if every man right now stopped and so, sought god women would naturally follow just like anything else there may there may be some cancers you know but eventually like everything would be in the natural order so it's men it's time to wake up you know what I mean? It's time right. to wake up because if every man acted right, then like literally the whole world would change in a generation, if not soon. Yeah, and it it I'm noticing too, it is happening right now with the people around me, you know, because one man with God on his side is the majority. You know, it's yeah. Jesus was a great example of that. You know, he uh kind of finds solo at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's similar for us. You know, if one guy stands up and speaks right and does right, 
he's an example of what a good man is. It's happened so many times to me. I've talked with uh, many different women and I get the same response. They, they're just like, why don't you have a wife yet? Um, how come all, all guys aren't like you, blah, blah, blah. And I just tell them like, look, I, I was born again and I'm seeking God only. And that's why. And mm. I see them all as my daughters now. So it's no longer this pervy long con mm. game of I'm so holy. Oh, wait, you need to sleep with mm. me because then you'll get God or something. <laughs> you know, yeah. so there's, there is that element uh, to the holy people, right? Where they like the priesthood will act like they know God. So if you sleep with him, then you get a piece of God. No, that's that's a Pharisee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that person should be burned at the stake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, compared to like true true sons of God who are just you know, I I think of them as like farmers. Mm. They're reliable, they're trustworthy, they're homegrown, they're community, and they defend what's theirs. Mm. And it's naturally how life should be. And it seems like when you don't follow that, all hell breaks mm. loose. I mean, just look at the cities these days. Mm. The cities are just uh complete complete hellholes oh, and needles yeah. and drugs and you know sodomy and just <laughs> yeah disease infestation it's i've just learned that i had these revel not revelation just realizations like when i read genesis i'm like oh yeah you know god put us in the garden to tend to it yeah and tend to the animals mm. and that was it you know he didn't say like go and be fruitful and have lots of sex but no kids mm. you know he didn't <laughs> Yeah. God did not say that. No. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Mm. It's a great insight, isn't it? That I is. think it was. You that know? really is. So I need to pat myself. Let me pat myself because, on the back right there. Because it's also really <laughs> it's also really easy for a man to get a woman. Like it, it's almost like it's easy to get fast food. Like it's easy if you want to get Ooh, you could get a prostitute, you know, whenever. Like and that's uh, and if that true. is your and you could get McDonald's whenever, but to actually get the finest cut of meat and to work, you know, and to act, it's out there for you. If but you have to seek the right way, you're not going to get it, you know. So it's it's like it's kind of it's so That's lame for men insight. to go for women. Yeah, and it's so lame to just go for any woman. It's like it's and that's why it's like women cannot. And then you're gonna you're gonna catch hell. Like eventually you're gonna you're either gonna catch hell. Or you're going to catch hell now. You have to pick, do you want to deal with the hell now? Or do you want to like have, be stupid and then catch hell later? But hell is, every that's man a, has to walk through point. hell. Yeah. That's a good point. It's like you walk, uh, there's a whole psalm saying, you know, yea, though I walk through the valley and shadow of death, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, you're making a good point. You either have to, you know, when you go and forgive, God forgives you and you, you become perfect again immediately. Yeah. But yeah, you go through those growing pains that are painful, but you either go through it now or you suffer and die. You yeah. Know, it's, it's not a very, uh, <laughs> you know, there's no deferred payment plan no. on the suffering, you know, and no, it's not this like the suffering that you get when you lose a job or you lose a girlfriend. Mm. You know, the suffering we're talking about, it's like, um, I don't know. Can you kind of describe it, Wesley? You know, the suffering that you've gone through now, it's 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 not this um it's not bad. It's yeah, it's godly in a way. It it what I find too is like the suffering I went through before, literally I felt death. Like I and to the point where like I would lay right. around and I I 
felt fake and anxiety and everything. So it's like the suffering, like that I that I went through, like forgiving my mom and my dad. Um, it's it's actually like I'm being real with them, and it's like so it, it's not really suffering. It's just all in your head, you know. And it's, so it's like you're just kind of you have you have to that's a choose insight. life. Yeah, like if you don't, ch- that's a great yeah. insight. That's exactly what it's like. Like the you do feel like you're dying when you're in the fallen state. Yeah, when you're in that fallen state. You literally, there's a piece of you, you're like, oh my God, I'm, I always jokingly say that at the end of every temptation, Satan whispers, just kill yourself, Mm. you know? So, you know, he's just like, oh man, you know, you didn't, um, you didn't call that person you say you're going to call, you should just kill yourself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's always this terminal solution, but you make a very good point that now when you're honest about it and you're just watching it, you're just like, ah. Man, like I, I'm, I suck here. You know, <laughs> my bad. You know, and it's not like this, like um, self depreciation. Mm. It's just this honest assessment of where you really are. You know, yeah. and it's not even you seeing it. It's just God showing it to yeah. you. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it hurts, but it doesn't like. It's not like death. Yeah, that's a great point. And, wow. And another so, thing I want to say real quick is, um, I I find that like a lot of my suffering comes from. Like my, because I was raised by my mom, and a lot of it, it's like I want to be comfortable with my mom, like uh, her little like, like drinking hot cocoa and watching a movie, all these like little things that like make me feel comfortable. It's like I want to go back almost into the womb, and I I find that like in life yep. you're either you're either moving backwards like yep. into comfort or you're moving forward into discomfort, and you it's you either suffer and die moving backwards in life or you suffer and live moving forwards you know but it's like yeah you have to like, it's, that's either a one great point other. yeah because <laughs> you don't you can't yeah. choose and it's not like it's like yeah 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 you, you like you be still and know right to get to know thyself yeah but then throughout the day you just things are just revealed to you and you just naturally move forward yeah you just not it's not like it's hard yeah and that's a great point and so you know just to kind of summarize for people if you're kind of tired of having that pain where you feel like you're gonna die just uh go and forgive your mom and dad (laughs) (laughs) and like when we say forgive we're not saying that you're forgiving them for all these misgivings you're just realizing you were wrong to judge them in the first place Mm. that's that's kind of the realization i had because you know we can't judge that's you know judgment is mine said the lord or Mm. something like that you know so that's that's such a great point i think um man I think we got another segment in us. Do you think so? I think we do. I think so. Yeah, I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take a short break, guys. We'll be right back. Last segment with Wesley on the Die Every Thought podcast. Hey everybody, I think we're in the final segment with Wesley. It's been a while since we've chatted and 
We have so much truth that I hope your uh, brains aren't uh, getting fried so far. If they are, take a massage. You know, stay away from the lies. But anyways, we were uh, in private talking about a great topic. And to kind of set you up, Wesley, you know, I see my life now where I've really begun to realize how my body was given to me. You know, it wasn't my choice to be in this body. However tall I am, however short I am, you know, the skin color, being bald, yeah, it wasn't a choice. Thanks, God. But it's it's one of those things that you, when you are first kind of in the world and you're in it, like you're actually in it, you think you are your body. Mm. And because of that, then you really value your life. Mm. You know, you want to live as long as you can. You get very materialistic. You then want to have pleasure. It's that whole cycle. And you're kind of saying that if you're not willing to give up the body, mm. meaning give up whatever suffering you're doing, give up uh, an arm, whatever it may be, the same way that Jesus gave himself up to God, then mm. you're always going to be having something else that is um, taking precedent over the kingdom of God. Mm. And it's it's very counterintuitive because once you give up everything, then everything's given to you. You know, it's this, it's a very, mm. you know, paradoxical yes. situation. If you're in a fallen state, you're like, so if I give up everything, then I get a Ferrari. Mm. Like, no, 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 no. Mm. Like, give up everything and God will give you everything you need. Mm. And it's hard for people to understand that. I was kind of wondering if that's the way you saw it or you had a perspective on that kind of light that you were sharing. Yeah. Um, that that this is like the thing that I mean people call it like an ego death, and I found that like this is something that no that that I have to walk through. Like there's God put a very specific task in me that I have to overcome, and and like it's it's you have to die, you have to die now. It's either you die now or you die later, and if you die dying now if you're scared of it then it means you have to, like that's what i'm realizing if i'm scared of it i have to do it i used to be scared of talking to people i have to do it i used to be scared of forgiving my parents you know i have to do it there's there's things you have to do or you're not going to move forward and when you die one day you're going to have regrets like it's cause and effect like your your soul will regret it like you are too you have too big of a plan to not let yourself die and to me, it's actually selfish that you're holding on to things. And, and like, I literally would not be talking to you right now, Jacob, if I didn't die to myself. Like, there's things that right. I would not have friends. I would not. And so you, so pretty much you only live with, right, with, with what God, God gives you, right, a mom and a dad when you're born and a body and maybe siblings or whatever. And if you just hold on to that your whole life, that's all you, that's all you might have. But if you die to it, you will get the kingdom of God on earth and then eternity. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's almost like, what do you yeah. want? And you'll actually have a better relationship with your mom and your dad and your body, by the way, if you die to yourself now. So you have to die. And people make that sound crazy. Oh, you're, you're this, you're this lunatic. You're this crazy religious, you know, like, or, or like you're, 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 you're scaring me. Like, but I'm like, right. But I'm like, but if you're afraid of it, then then you need to do it because it's like, if I'm afraid of like, I wouldn't be here today if God was afraid of making me, you know what I mean? I would, my, if right. my, my dad was afraid of having, you know, being with my mom, I wouldn't be here today. So it's almost like, 
it just it nature abhors weakness you know like there's mm. they go extinct so mm. if you don't die now if you don't face your fear and i realized death was a huge fear of mine i remember the first time i thought about death i was sitting you know, I, I was like, whoa, what? There was there was life before me and there's life after me. And it was like the first time when I felt out of control. And maybe that's the first Very time that like I heard Satan's voice. But um Yeah. But and and you can either deny having that experience or you can go, Thank you, God, for showing light on that experience. I'm gonna die to it now. And that's what I find through falling crisis. You have to die to it. You have to die, keep die, keep dying. Like to every anxiety you have, like, oh, I'm I'm afraid of doing the silent prayer. Die to it. I'm afraid of um, like just, yeah. just die, like, and don't, don't take yourself seriously at all. Like just die to that. And, and you'll find that debt that, uh, just like Jesus, when everyone thought he was dead, he ended up resurrecting again. You'll find that when you think it's the end of the world, God brings you something that you could have never expected. So it's like, just, ch just try it. Even if you're like, you know what? My life is perfect. I don't need to do it. You know, suffer and die. But, <laughs> but. But, yeah, but if, I always say the same thing to people all the time about that. Like, <laughs> if your life is going well and you really believe that, I wish you well. Yeah. You know, and if, if that's great. I think the other thing you said, when you think you're going to die, it's a great insight because it all goes back to what JLP, what other people have said, even what's in the Bible. It's just when you believe the temptation of mm. knowing good and evil. Mm. And that's what you're saying, like, you know, is it a good thing to live longer than you're supposed to? Or are you choosing, mm. trying to act like you're God and saying, I need to live an extra 10 minutes, God. Mm. No, I know better than you. Wow. You know, so it's this, you're really surrendering, which is what you're describing. Like yeah. you're dying to, it's like the, the ego, let it die. It's going to hurt because this thing inside of you that you think is you is going to be washed away. But the mm. thing is, is that it's just convinced you that it's you, but it's not. Yes. It's really just Satan's made a home in you. And as you do the silent prayer and watch it, God naturally washes him away. And he gets super, super pissed. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like a cornered animal. It's like, it's just like, no, I'm, you're going to die. I'm you. I'm going to die. And you're, just, you're like, I'm you. You're me. You're, you're sitting there. You're just like, what the, I'm going to die. And then you sit there quietly. And then all of a sudden it's quiet. You're like. Oh, am I dead? You look mm. around, you're like, wait, I'm in the room. So I, so when you say that, you know, for other people who are listening, really reflect on those times where, you know, you thought you were going to die, but you decided to face it, whatever it may have been. Mm. Mm. And then it just washed over you and then you were fine. You know, similarly, being reborn is the exact same concept, mm. except a part of you that you think is you that is talking to you in your head right now, tempting you to turn off this podcast you know, mm. it's that's the thing that's going to die because it's mm. terrified that you're going to realize that it's not you. Mm. You know, and it's that was my biggest. I told this before to some people. Like when I first was born again, I forgave. The next three months, I thought I was insane mm. because there was something inside of me, and I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> I'm talking to myself. There's a voice that's not me inside of me. That's not under my control. Wow. I'm schizophrenic. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But now it's like that voice is gone because silent prayer gets further and further mm. away. It, it comes all the time, but it's just mm. now it's just like a buzzard. You mm. know, it's just like mm. get out of here. Yeah, that's a great. Away. That's a Go great away. example of it. Is is the it's a buzzard waiting for you to to like kill yourself? You know, it's it's like waiting for. It really it really wants you dead. Yeah, like it's, he's a scavenger. Yeah, yeah. He and then once he gets you, 
he's not happy because no. now he's just like oh, i got i convinced him okay whatever oh, it's fat that's a fascinating concept about being born again and so you know just to kind of wrap this up guys i mean wesley and i covered a lot of topics dating and relationships god being born again what it's like to actually die to god like it's it's nothing like you you think it is and most christians describe it in a really dumb way mm. <laughs> they, they use words where you're like okay that sounds good mm. <laughs> mm. well for us we're just like no literally sit there quietly and feel like you're gonna feel like you're gonna die and yeah. see what happens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally all it is but yeah. is there anything Wesley, you kind of want to impart some wisdom on the people listening to inspire them to go and forgive <laughs> oh yeah um well i think it just opens up a part of your life that you either forgot or you didn't know was possible. And I guess I, I really like the, the, how Jesse says it's God in Christ, Christ over man, man over woman, woman over child. And if you feel like there's problems, like it's, right. it's usually because you're not following like what's supposed to be happening for you. So I just, I just find that like, I don't feel under anybody's control anymore because of forgiving. And I feel like I now I have access to things that I wouldn't. And yeah, and it's like, you can almost at this point, like once you forgive, you can sometimes tell God, like, it's almost like a, a good son, like, okay, dad, I'm going to go do this now. So it's like, you just have better communication with the one who created everything. You know, and so it's like you're no longer under if your dad was abusive or your mom was created you in her, your, her image. It's like you no longer have any of those little things holding you back. You're just like, hey, dad, I'm going to go to Miami today. Can I get I'm going to get a Cuban coffee. And and, and your dad's yeah. like, so that's the thing is like, like we were saying with caffeine and all that. It's like God will give you what you need when you need it. And like you can ask for things, too, just like you ask for your parents for Christmas things. You know, you could say, like, God, can I have a Cuban coffee right now? And that's what I did this weekend. And it's like. God wants you to be happy. He wants, because when you're happy, it makes him happy. And I think that that's the biggest thing is like, God, just remember, like, because a lot of Christians, you know, will say like, will make you scared, make you feel like it's doomsday, make you feel like you need to repent or you're going to die. And not to say, yep. I think you, it, it's true. Like you, you do need to repent, forgive, or you're going to die. But, but, but you have to get, hear that from God. Don't hear it from you know, an, an aunt who's trying to scare you, like, like, go to God about it. You know what I mean? Like, go to... Yeah, you yeah. you do the proper approach. You know, that I tell people all the time, a general doesn't go to his people who, people beneath him and complain to them. The general complains upward. Yes. That's what they, that's yeah. what you do. And similarly, like, imagine if you're here and then God comes to you and he says, like, dude, I'm having trouble with Satan right now. Yeah, I'd be like, "What oh, the? Shit. What do you mean, God? The... <laughs> like you're having you're having problems? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah. I'm gonna. So similarly, you know, men shouldn't complain downward to the women and children. Yeah, they should talk amongst themselves for solutions and only go to God and don't complain. Yeah, because you believe in your thoughts again. Yes, so God only gives you the challenges that He knows you can handle. Yes, you know, and stop thinking that you know how much you can handle. Yeah. I'm telling myself this right yeah. now. Don't. Don't get me wrong. Oh, me too. Anybody. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> sometimes what, insight, you, what you think you you want right now is not it is from the fallen state. So it's like don't so like you say, doubt every thought. Like like Yeah, just, you don't know what yeah. you what you need or want. Just just sit back, relax, work consistently, 
Yeah. You know, take care of yourself, speak up, but don't assume that like, oh, I should have a, uh, like for me right now, it's like, uh, I'm looking to buy a truck. And so this part of me, I'm just like, oh, in six months, I need to have a truck. Otherwise I'm a failure. Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, that's Satan right there. Mm. You know, but there's the inclination. I'm like, oh, I would like a truck. You know, it's kind of cool to mm. have one, but mm. it's not like this uh, possessive. I got to be worthy. I have to. So it's, right. it's that concept that you're trying to approach it in the right way. Like, I don't assume I know I should have it. I'd be like, that just seems right. So I'm going to go down there. If it doesn't work, you know, God's will. Yeah. But if it does work, awesome. You know, it's like you take the good. You're like, oh, that's exciting. And then when you lose your job, like to me, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But that's it's not in a sadistic because... way because I because it's not like you're, you want – you're, you're hoping for your failure so that you don't have to face reality. It's like, man, that really, that really, <laughs> right. that, that scares me. But you know what? Thanks God for showing me that I was scared here. You know what I mean? Or like, whatever, like, right. be real. With right. He reveals too. to you like this was too, too important. And yeah. so he'll kind of drop, he'll show you things at the right time for everything. And man, that's such a good insight. So everybody, again, Wesley and I, we're just sons of God. We're talking about God. We actually know him. He's a good guy. He's just hanging out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he wants to know you, too. He does. And it's so simple. Just stop acting like you're God. Yeah. Stop judging. Judge yourself. Judge others. Judge good, bad, right, wrong, left, right, all that. Yeah. And go and forgive. Know thyself. Doubt every thought. Wesley, been wonderful having you on, man. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, man. It's been amazing. So everybody else who's been listening, do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought. And we'll see you again. Podcast. Take care, guys. Bye.